the key thing is that with all that marketing that you're talking about, all that lead generation, you're spending money on ads, you don't want that to be going to a website where you're losing money because the people are turned off by something on your website or they they didn't get the message that needs to be there to get them to buy. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. I am. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of MartialArtsMedia.com, George Faree. This podcast episode is the audio version from a video that was published on martialartsmedia.com. For the full episode, to download the transcript and get all the show notes, head over to martialartsmedia.com. Enjoy. Hey, this is George and welcome to another episode of the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast. Today I have a different guest on board and I'm going to share why, but we're going to be talking about websites, websites, optimization of websites, conversions. And the importance of it. So, just a quick introduction. Justin Meadows from Tuned WP. Thanks for having me Justin? on the podcast. Awesome, you're welcome. Just before we get into what we're going to talk about today, just a, a bit of context. Depending on how long you followed my podcast or you know, martialartsmedia.com, you know that a big component of uh, what we've always provided for the industry is websites, websites, and high converting websites. Justin and I, we've actually been in the same coaching group for probably like. A good last five, six years. At least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give a good mention to James Franco, who's from superfastbusiness.com, which is a coaching community we've been a part of. And the reason I mention that is because we come from the same understanding of websites, the value of owning your own assets and owning your own online properties. The component when I started providing websites for the martial arts space was at that point in time, I just I couldn't find somebody to do it properly. We were running Google ads and our main focus was lead generation. The, the hard part was really getting the, the mix right of finding web developers that understand the importance of conversions and the sales copy side and, and really what goes into actually making a website work to just actually technicalities of it and throwing a website up that actually works. And, and that got me into the business and started providing websites for the industry I reached a point in providing that, that I just felt that it was not a business that I was going to scale moving forward. It took me from the focus of just lead generation and lead generation to doing the websites and juggling. And, uh, you know, I had an old sales boss that always used to say to me, you can't stare two light bulbs at different sides of the room at the same time. Like your focus is going to go out. It's brought me to a point where I've, I've stopped providing websites, but I didn't want to just stop providing websites because the things that we're going to talk about here today, I find super important and it's it's a big missing component for the most part in the martial arts industry. And I want to make sure that if I'm not going to be providing website anymore, websites anymore for the industry, that I can refer anyone to someone that I trust as a provider, somebody that knows exactly what goes into building websites the right way. There's only a handful of people that really understand doing it the right way, what goes into the conversions and so forth. And uh, that person is Justin and his team. Again, welcome to the call. Yeah. 
Cheers. <laughs> a bit of a background, just if you can give us a, a quick summary. Who's Justin Meadow? Sure. Yeah. So, so I started building the business that I've got now about ten years ago. I live in a small country town in in Victoria near a ski resort. Um, so it's it's a lovely little village up here. But I didn't have the ability to you know talk to a lot of business clients and that sort of thing. So I built my business in a certain way. I built it online, and I started out building it in a wholesale sort of setup so that we would provide services to marketing agencies. So we were sort of the back-end website development team for design agencies and that sort of thing. Um, and that's sort of how I've grown. And now I've got a, to a point now where I've released a new brand and we now work directly with business owners. And I've got quite a large team behind me. We run a 24-7 support desk and all this sort of thing. So we've grown over the 10 years to, to quite a, a decent-sized business. Over that time, we've really had quite a broad range of experiences working with a lot of different business owners, lots of different industries, and uh, working with a lot of different marketing agencies and that sort of thing. So we really do have quite a broad range of experience in building websites. And so I've really seen what works and what doesn't work. We've done a lot of testing with different types of websites, sort of options and things that people can have on there. And um, yeah, we've really refined our processes and we've um, sort of distilled down eight sort of key areas that you really need to get right on a website in order to get a good performing website that produces results for your business and helps you grow and that sort of thing. And and makes the, the, the key thing is that with all that marketing that you're talking about, all that lead generation, you're spending money on ads, you don't want that to be going to a website where you're losing money because the people are turned off by something on your website or they they didn't get the message that needs to be there to get them to buy. And so that's really been the core of my services because we've focused just on on doing that development side of things. And actually, when I very first started, we did a lot of SEO consulting and helping people with their SEO, but then we needed to make sure that the website was structured correctly and set up right so that when they did the, the SEO work, they were getting results on the actual website itself. So that's been the focus of our website, of our, our services. Cool. But for the martial arts industry, I know when somebody provides services that, you know, are not particularly practicing martial arts or in the service, the question always comes up. So, you know, how can you help the industry if you're not actually part of the industry? What would you answer to, to that? Yeah, so that's a good one. But the, the main thing is that we have a very general understanding of what works across a range of different industries. So we know for, for different types of businesses, different things are going to work. If you're a locally based businesses, then some things are important that are very different to if you're a software business or if you're serving information to an international audience or something like that. So we really know what works for different types of industries. And the main thing is that we're also going to work with you in, in you know in tandem with you providing the the guidance and, and instructions on what's the best practice for a martial arts business and that sort of thing. But our focus and our speciality is on the performance of a WordPress website. We don't work with other platforms anymore. We focus on WordPress and providing support and optimizing WordPress to be the best that it can be to make sure that you're getting results out of your spend. So that's really what we're specialists in. And I, I see my understanding that's exactly why you've sort of, you know, come and had a chat to me and, and seen if we could work together because martial arts is your area of expertise, but there really is 
a lot. Um, the more you dig into, you know, what works in WordPress and how you improve the performance and speeding up your website, you know, there's rabbit holes that go on forever. You, you can't cover all bases. So our speciality is just in the, the performance of WordPress websites. And um, yeah, we, we know how to customize that to suit a martial arts business. Perfect. I know that was a question just sort of to you know, throw the curveball at Justin, but behind the scenes for the last three months or so, we have been, you know, working one-on-one on just our clients that are, you know, we've moved over some support over to Justin and making sure that the core essentials of what's important for martial arts school owners are taken care of. That's always from the work that we've done and through our work, well, I guess through our landing pages that we still provide in our partners program, we process close to, well, the last count was 4,535 paid trials to the system. So that's paid trials, not not leads. So with that, we've done a lot of assessment of what works, how to shape web pages, that it converts. And then obviously the the ongoing maintenance, you know, it's always been really basic. There's always just been change of offers, change of timetables and different things and so forth. But I want to jump on to, you were talking about the eight factors. Was that yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've called it, called it our performance blueprint and it's eight, yeah, eight key areas of your website that you need to get right to make that performance really um, really come through. And so the first one is making sure that you can be easily found. So that is looking at your SEO, how your website appears when it's shared in social media and making sure that Google understands that your website is a valuable resource for people that are, are searching for martial arts in your area. So that's one of the, the key things. So firstly, just that you are found, you're not doing making those technical mistakes that are very common. I see them a lot on some websites and yeah, that can really hold back your results so that even searching for your own name, you might struggle to come up in Google. What we want, especially for martial arts businesses, is that you're relevant to the suburb that your dojo is in or, you know, that your 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 center is in, wherever you're physically located. You want to make sure that Google is well aware that you are relevant to those surrounding suburbs and where those people are coming to you. So that when they search, you're the first one that comes up. Can you, can you give us an example of uh, how do you spot the mistake and how somebody would go about optimizing? With the mistakes, there's a whole podcast episode in itself there. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different things that you could be doing wrong. There is a lot to cover. <laughs> I can't sort of say there's one easy way to do that, but there are a lot of um, ways that you can get your website assessed for, um, for SEO value. There is Google will give you a rough guide if you go to web.dev. They give you a very broad overview. However, it's more on the technical side of things. It doesn't give you guidance as to what your website is optimized for. So it'll just pick up if perhaps perhaps you're not using SSL, you're not secure, or you're making some other sort of mistakes like not using page title or stuff like that. So yeah, there's a lot sort of to cover there and it does get quite technical. In terms of what does work for, for a local business, having pages specifically for the location so that talking not just about the type of martial arts that you provide, but also a bit about the, the suburbs and the area that you're in so that then Google knows that you are relevant to that. Couple that with um, optimizing local business listings, Google My Business page and, um, and things like that that reference your address and make sure that your name, address and phone number are exactly the same all over the internet and connecting in your social media. Uh, doing that is a, is um, definitely 
the most important thing for a local business. Perfect. I'll ask a question on top of that. We just, in our partners program, we, um, we ran a session called the local SEO advantage. And the big focus was Google My Business. And it was interesting. One of our members pulled up his stats of, you know, more than 7,000 views on that actual page. But we were talking about page titles. When it comes to location, you, you, and you were talking about different locations. So if you have, uh, you know, several martial arts locations in, in, at a different address, how important is that in the title? section of that page is that, is that what you're really trying to optimize for with the different with the different pages the different keywords yes. etc if you have several locations you should have a page for each location it doesn't necessarily need to have the address especially if that's a bit longer you you want to make sure that you're talking about the types of martial arts words that people will be searching for and and so especially when you get a bit into the less common martial arts styles and that sort of thing you might want to make it a bit more general that page title so that it is the sort of thing that people are, are going to be searching for you don't want to get too specific but you want to make sure that you have at least the suburb name in that page title i would i would say for each location yeah, perfect. So, and, and for, for any school owner listening, I mean, the, the easiest way to do that is just go type martial arts in your area. And then um, a, a good trick with Google is always just to sort of scroll to the bottom and you'll see Google bringing up all its related searches. And that'll give you a sort of a good starting point. But let's jump back on the key point number two. Two. Yeah, yeah. So number two is loading fast. So after people have found you, you want to make sure that your website appears quickly. And this does actually work back into the ranking factor. Making sure that your website loads fast is becoming more and more important to Google, but also to users. People expect your website to load fast. If it's loading slow, people get impatient and they'll hit back, especially on mobile devices and that sort of thing. People expect things faster and faster these days. Yeah, you want to make sure that it loads fast. If you have a fast loading website, Google will preference you over other websites in your search results. It will also decrease the cost that you're spending on Google ads. So in your Google ads, Google gives you a quality score. And if your website loads fast, you get a higher quality score. And that means that you need to pay less per click for that ad so that it, it's well worth optimizing your website for speed. If you find that and I imagine for martial arts, you would have a fairly high, I would expect roughly about 60% of your traffic to your website would be from mobile devices. In that case, you want to make sure that your website loads really fast on mobile. And a good thing that's very recent, it's only really sort of become prominent this year, is AMP. It's a mobile version of your website, which is designed specifically to load super fast. It's hosted in a, in Google's caching system, so Google will make sure that it loads fast. Google will give you a higher score again for your quality score and, and, and SEO and your mobile speed score, which is sort of connected to all of that. Yeah, so it's, it is a very limited kind of code structure and it means creating a, essentially a copy of your homepage just for mobile, but it is worth doing if you have a lot of mobile traffic because it serves it up very fast and gives a good mobile experience. All right, excellent. Cool. Third factor. Number three. Number three is being mobile friendly. So apart from just loading fast on mobile, you want to make sure that it is easy to use. You'd Quite often the navigation menu might be a bit 
hard to navigate on mobile. You want to make sure that everything rearranges into a nice, easy-to-read format. You can scroll through it and see everything nicely. Again, this is this is this feeds into um, into Google's quality score for ads and SEO. They want to serve up ads that are mobile friendly easy to use. For example, on your timetable, it should be easy to click through your timetable and see what times, what sessions you have and that sort of thing. Or it's sometimes table formats can be really ugly when they're squished down in mobile, hard to read. So you want to make sure that converts really well on mobile and your form to get started, you should be able to click through that with your finger. So there's, there's a few sort of considerations there that can make a big difference to how many people are going to sign up if they're viewing your site from mobile? If it's too hard to use and they get frustrated, they'll they'll give up, or they'll you know they might not even do it intentionally. They might just go, oh, it's too hard, and put it down for a second, and then they forget about it. You know, so you want to make it as easy as possible, definitely. Hundred percent. Even if you're not doing Google Ads or SEO, which um, if if you miss the term SEO, search engine optimization, which is the free side of Google, so you're not paying for ads, but just the appearing in the organic results. Even if you're running Facebook ads, and I, I don't actually have this as a verified thing, but I remember this coming up where Facebook was also doing something with a quality score, which is a big reason why Facebook really prefers to keep you on Facebook with all their tools. But if you are sending people from Facebook, it's also about user experience because they can track how quickly you click and how quickly you get back. And and, and that also qualifies as a bounce rate, right? Because I mean, if, if you're clicking and it's not loading and you're out of there, that signals to Facebook that either your content is not relevant or your site is slow, which is more than likely what happens. Mm, they know that people like people using Facebook, if they're clicking on ads that go to pages that don't load, then that's a bad user experience for a Facebook user and they don't want to be doing that. So they penalize you by making that ad click more expensive. Yeah, yeah. totally. Cool. Where are we at? We're number five. Five. No, four. Yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> Better write that down. <laughs> four is the, the first impression. So so they've clicked, you've loaded, and even on desktop or mobile, you want to make sure that you convey a message very quickly that says who you are and what you have to provide and who that is for. Sometimes I, I see a lot of websites that are very sort of airy fairy and they look pretty in that but you're like what do these guys actually do you know it's not clear the thought process for people going to a website goes like this if who are these guys is this right for me and then how do i get started and you want to make sure that your messaging and your design on your website clearly answers those three questions very quickly you want to show what it is that you provide what type of person that is for and then how they get started in a very quick fashion. Once again, people on, on websites do have a short attention span. They'll get frustrated easy if it's not clear. And so um, making it easy and spelling it out and, and making sure it's very clear and simple uh, does just lifts your conversion rate. So you will get more sales if you're doing that right. What would be your preference? I see... And I'm not a fan of it, but I shouldn't say my opinion before I actually ask the question. But let's say, what would be the, the, the preference? Would it be like, let's say, uh, you know, if you look at the desktop and there's just one of these videos that play in the background or like there's a video or a structured headline with a, with a call to action? Yeah, I think videos can be distracting. They will also slow down your load speed. So that's another reason why having a background video isn't a great idea. It does look nice, but... 
functionally, it doesn't actually help you get the sale. And same thing with sliders. So it's very common on websites to have image sliders. It's been sort of a thing for a while, but uh, in the website development space, we've sort of known that it's a bad idea for a long time because uh, once again, you're, you're slowing down the loading. It takes more time to load up all these big images that slide across and the animation script and all that sort of thing. So it's a lot better to just have one very good image that conveys the message of who you are and what you provide and the benefits that people can get. So, you know, happy people that are looking fit and training and that sort of thing. The, that's the impression you want to get. So you want to have a really good image of that and then a clear text message that's static, that's just it gets that message across and a button to get started, that sort of thing. That's really the best practice. Having those image sliders, apart from slowing things down, they also are a bit of a distraction and it's common to have several different messages on them. But in reality, most people, like probably 80% of people, are only going to see the first message. You know, they'll, they'll look at that and they'll scroll down. They're not going to see the other things you've got in there. So it can dilute your message. And you, so you really want to decide on what is your core message and make that stand out front and center. All right, perfect. Sounds good. Number five. Yeah, so now we are on to building trust. And this is a very important thing on the internet, selling things from websites is that trust barrier. Everyone has a sort of an initial sort of apprehension when they're handing over money on a website. So you really want to reassure people who are visiting your website that you are legit, that there are people who have got results from you before, you build some social proof. And the really good ways to do that are with testimonials. They work really effectively. Having some good testimonials with a photo of the person who gave the testimonial adds more legitimacy to it. And a good way to do that is it might be a bit trickier sometimes in the martial arts space, but if someone does give you a testimonial, have a look if they've got a LinkedIn profile or a public Facebook photo that you can just copy that photo and send it to them and say, is it okay if I use this photo rather than asking them to go and take a photo of themselves that they're happy with because that might take weeks or never happen. You know, you want to make it easy for them to, to provide a photo. So you go see if they have a public photo on the internet that you can use. A video is fantastic. If someone has really loved the results that they've got from your coaching and your training, then getting your phone out and just 30 second video of them saying, you know, I started out and I was like this and then through this training, I've now got this result. You know, that just a short clip like that can speak volumes and it really does build trust and build rapport with, with new vis visitors to your website. The other things that build trust, logos of associations and um, that sort of thing that you're a part of, if you're part of any maybe school-related programs or health programs or those sort of things, having logos of that on your website just builds that legitimacy and publishing helpful content. Publishing videos that help educate people or articles, that sort of thing, trying to be as helpful as possible with the content that you're providing on your website helps to reassure people and, and let them get a feel for who you are and your style. And then they know that you're a helpful person. You're not just trying to take their money and give them a bad experience, you know? Um, so all the, those sort of things help to build trust with you, with website visitors. Yeah, totally. It's always been a big focus of mine. And I, I know it's the hardest thing for, for martial arts school owners to do, but you know, there's, there's so much focus on Facebook and getting content out. 
and and this is probably a, a topic for you know a, a whole nother episode but uh you know the, the the content that you typically put on facebook is for the most part gone in 24 to 48 hours unless you have a a strategy like you know we we structured like in our video ad authority builder we make sure that you create video that you can actually put some money behind and leverage and build authority online but a good thing to really think about and we won't go too much into detail of it now is uh, when you're creating content, how can you put that on your website and really dig into the, the keyword research and understanding what are the questions that people ask? Because I know for most martial arts school owners, the, the biggest problem is not the conversion. You know, once people walk through the doors, it's cool. It's how do we get them walking through the doors? And think about that as in content. What can you actually put on your website that's going to educate people to create the trust, as, as Justin referring to, that's going to give them the confidence to take the first step or even just put their hand up or hit that inquiry button and, and get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. FAQs is a great one for that, um, answering those questions because especially for people who've not tried or been a part of any martial arts training in the past, they really don't know what to expect. So if you can just map it out clearly how it's going to go, you know, what the process is going to be when they sign up and they come in and um, answering any questions that commonly come up when people do sign up, making those sort of um, very clear at the start on your website really does help help with get people to take the first step. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So we at number six, six. Yeah. <laughs> Generating sales. So this is, this is your, um, where the rubber hits the road. So turning that interested person who's looking at your website into a paying customer. And I know that you've got a really good process there with the the um, the trials, having a paid, paid trial, yeah. Yeah, I guess the two things, well, I mean, there's, there's more than we optimize for, but I mean, uh, you know, if we look at the, the sale on the website, for the most part, it's gonna be selling a paid trial would be the, I think the sort of the, the that's the top lead we sort of go for. And the next sale is how do we get somebody to actually inquire? And then, of yeah. course, you know, picking up the phone, which is which is the, the alternative. So the, the big optimization, if we're talking sales, selling an email and somebody getting in touch is not a big sale. That's an, that's an inquiry. So those are the two things in context that, that we, we got going. Yeah, and I think that is a good process for a martial arts business and making sure that, that opportunity to opt in for an inquiry and, you know, and just say, yes, I'm interested, you know, how do, how do I get started, that sort of thing. Making that as easy as possible is very important. So having that on the top of the homepage where they can just fill out, fill in the form and, um, and get in touch with you. It is also important that you don't have too many things that are distracting from these, these primary goals. You want those call to actions that are, you know, to either join a paid trial or to, you know, inquire about a, a booking um, or the, about the classes or whatever that is. Having those things really standing out from everything else on your website, you really using contrasting buttons and very strong wording like get started now or, or that sort of thing is very important. So, and then uh, as well as having that in your design, having those, those call to actions very easy to use and standing out very clearly, you then also want to make sure that you're tracking who's using your website. So, Having the Google Analytics in place, you can add Google Ads retargeting and Facebook pixels so that if people are coming to your website, you have the opportunity to remind them about you. If they, if they don't become a paying customer, you can show ads to them in Facebook, 
but it's a lot more valuable to show them to people who've already visited your website than to show them to other people who've never heard of you before. It's a lot easier to get people who already know about you to to come back and check you out again. Uh, as well as doing that, you want to, uh, as much as possible, when they are filling out that email thing, you want to be building an email database of people who have inquired and separating out who's paid. And then you can target some very good email messaging to the people who have inquired but not paid uh, or signed up um, and, yeah, really help help to form a relationship with them, provide more value, and then turn them into a, a paying customer. Yeah, and, and so, so Justin, we're talking a lot of things about all the website and optimization and things. And I, I guess it's important to mention, you know, for a lot of people, and this has been said to me so often, you know, it's, it's just a website, um, you know, or... Uh, you know, the, the the value of a website, just like, well, I mean, so-and-so could do it for me for 500 bucks or so-and-so could do it for me for a thousand bucks. Well, the the reality is, and I've done this math on so many presentations, you know, if if your lifetime student value is, uh, you know, an average, if I think the last call I had was $2,200 a year, um, you know, that's $2,200 per student. If, you know, your conversion is 2%, which means, you know, two out of every 10 people inquire, let's say two out of every 10 people that come to you. Well, that's actually a big, uh, 2%, 20%. sorry, it's two out of a hundred. Two out of a hundred <laughs> people come to your website and actually sign up. That's $4,400 in that case, if your lifetime student value was $4,400. Well, if your website sucks, which most people do, and it's slow, it doesn't build trust, it's not loading properly, People don't know how to contact you. They don't know how to do this. Your conversion rate is going to be awful. Yeah. Now, what if you paid more for a website, but the experience of building this, not just in martial arts, but in thousands of other industries, and, and you use this collective knowledge, and you're able to buy a website for triple the price, and I'm not saying that's the, that's the relevance, but um, I, I just want to make sure in context that the value is, is accurate, that you know now you get a website that converts at four mm. percent and and that sounds ridiculous right uh, it's well two percent to four percent well that's double your that's double your value which means now every hundred people that t- goes to your website is worth eight thousand eight hundred dollars and yeah. not four thousand four hundred dollars in your first hundred visits you've got money back in your pocket and then some so it's it's so important to look at this as your virtual salesman and your asset because that's the first experience. I can tell you how many Facebook ad campaigns we've run. And um, we run the Facebook ad campaigns. And all of a sudden, we just see the conversion cost drop on Google all the time, which is yeah. saying to me that your first interaction is Facebook. I saw the ad. People are on their mobile phones in three-minute stints, which means I saw the ad. And I was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so, George's Martial Arts, cool. Get home at work. What was it? George's Martial Arts. Go onto Google, find you, and make the purchase. It's just so important to look at the whole thing of, of context and the value of knowing all this stuff. And this doesn't happen just from the school kid. All respect to them, you know, that are starting out and are able to drag and drop the website together for you. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get that value. You get that value from seeing people's accounts. Google Analytics, knowing the stats and knowing, hang on, this is actually what drives sales. And mm. 
bit of a rant, but I just want to make sure that distinction because it's, it comes up so much in conversation. Well, I could just buy this 500 bucks. Well, you're robbing yourself of five grand, 50 grand down the yeah. line very, very quickly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, this actually leads very smoothly into my next, the number seven item, <laughs> which is building assets. So it's important to look at your website, not as an expense, but as an asset for your business. And if you know, further down the line, eventually you're going to get to a point where you're going to pass on, you know, your school to someone else. You might sell that or it might, you know, whatever happens. The website that you're building and the assets that you build with your website are saleable assets. So you, it's not just something that you're spending money on and it's a cost that goes away. You're actually building something which increases in value. When you sell that website, that's as important as the other parts of your business, your customer database and that sort of thing that you're selling. So it is it is an important consideration. You need to look at it from that point of view. And it is something that is bringing more money to you. Like you're saying, you can save a lot of money on your ads. And by having a website set up really well, you get a great return on investment. So the other thing is that your website should be doing is building assets apart from the website itself. So on the website itself, it's great to be publishing that helpful content, which over time helps with your Google rankings and is in itself a, an asset that just attracts new students to you. Um, but then also having that email database that you're building from that lead form and having those remarketing tags. So you have audiences in Facebook and in Google. If you're having a quieter period, you can go out and spend more ads on um, marketing to those people or emailing to these people, that is a very valuable asset for you to have and to build up. And it takes time. It's a long-term play. It's not something that gets you a, a short-term result necessarily, but yeah, it is definitely worth investing in the long-term of your, your business. Yes. I'm going to probably open a can of worms here. When you refer to that, you know, you've got the physical asset, you've got your domain name. I mean, your domain name you always own, but then the actual website what we refer to as content assets, every time you create uh, content that's valuable to somebody taking the first step, as we spoke about earlier, mm. then that if that is done right, something that we cover in our Academy and Partners program, like how do you create content that actually is leveraged? It's evergreen and it, it's, it's an asset because it brings in people find that article or video online and then they access your website through that. Now, the can of worms is, and, I, and I, I'm saying this because out of the best in, intent, and it's not a, a dig at anyone in, in our industry as such. I know there's, there's really good providers in our industry that provide um, websites as soft, uh, it's under the term SaaS, software as a service. So I've got all praise for these companies. I know I can see why they do it. It's great. Um, it's easy. You pay them you know, a couple of hundred bucks a month. They take care of your website. And you've got this website and it, and it brings you leads. And that's awesome. It is awesome until it's not awesome. And, and when it's not awesome is when you realize that it's not an asset. And if you realize that, you know, you're paying five grand a year, give or take, maybe more on something that you don't own. And if you stop paying, that means that all those assets that you've built up on this infrastructure is now gone. Yeah, And that is a really, really big distinction. As I mentioned, I see the value in the, doing that as a business. And I know it's super easy for martial arts school owners to have that. 
But if I had to have a true gut check within myself and say, would I do that for my business? Never, ever in my life would I do that because I know the value of the asset. And that's just the only reason why I've, I've never gone down that track and just uh, don't provide that as a service. So, mm. Absolutely. And sorry to cut you off, but it's, it's probably, you know, if you look at everything online, it's the one asset you've got because, yeah. you know, Facebook, Instagram, they can all be gone, you know, in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They, the social media platforms come and go and also they change their rules. So you might have some really good ad campaigns going on Facebook and then all of a sudden they'll change their rules and your ads stop working or they, they're, you're not allowed to do those ads like that anymore and they're banned and you've got to work out something else. And all of a sudden, you know, if you're, if you're relying on that as the only way you get students, then you, you're stuffed. So it is important to have an asset that you do own and control, absolutely, and then you use these other methods of finding leads and bring them into your asset where you have control and then you can build that email database of those users and, and talk to them directly. And yeah, having full ownership and control over your website is one of the most important sort of philosophies in, in the way that I've structured my business as well. That's why we focus on WordPress because WordPress is the most popular website platform out there on the internet. It is very easy. If you're not happy with our service, like we've built your website and that sort of thing, it's very easy for you to then take that and move to a different provider and you're not locked in with us. You know, you, you still own your own website. You can hire someone else to look after it but you still own it. It's still your website. And I think that's very important for all business owners to make sure that you do have that and then you can sell that website uh, and you can hand it over to the new owners and they will take it and it will provide value to them because it's already getting you know people coming to it and new students being produced from it. Awesome. Yeah, totally. Number eight? Number eight. Yeah. Last one. <laughs> this one is, yeah, not so much about attracting um, new students, but staying secure is very important for your website and for your online presence. It can be a, a bit of a brand disaster and can cause you a lot of strife if you do get into troubles by being insecure. So if your website's not secure and you get hacked and there's malicious malware going out to people who visit your website, there's all sorts of things are like people will just no longer trust your business. If they go to your website and it says that it's got that unsecure thing up in the top of their um, website browser and, and Google has a big warning on there saying, you know, warning this, this website's unsafe, you know, that sort of thing, people aren't going to trust you. So that immediately kills that trust barrier sort of thing. And you can have, I've seen some really unsavory, um, you know, things that there's malware that gets into your website and then puts on these, these random messages from uh, unsavory groups on your website and that sort of stuff that can be really give a really bad impression to your customers and to your students. And uh, it makes you look like you're not a very well-organized and professional sort of operator. And the other thing is that it causes a lot of cost and expense for you. So if you have something like that come in, then you've got to spend money to get someone to clean up that software from your website, clean up the malware and get that infection sorted. And and it usually also involves a lot of stress and, you know, you spending a day just trying to fix this problem that's happened. And, and so you've got to also think about the cost of that as well. So it is very important to look after the security of your website 
for these reasons. And the other thing is, apart from that, if your website is unsecure or does have malicious malware on there, Google will stop running ads to you. It can hurt your SEO rankings and it can have a lot of flow on effects that will damage your profitability. So with WordPress, once again, because it is the most popular platform, it is a target to for these malware. They, they will be built to access WordPress because then they can access heaps of websites. Um, so it's important to keep your website software up to date. And that just means that when these malware find a loophole that they can get into the WordPress software, very quickly the WordPress developers will create a, an update to the software that blocks that and patches up that loophole. So it's important to make sure that those patches, those software updates are installed on your website. Sometimes installing those software updates can cause issues with the way that your design works or that sort of thing if it's not structured correctly. So it's important to get a, you know, a developer to do that to make sure that if it does cause any sort of design issues, they can roll back to a backup that they've just taken and fix the problem and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, it, it is worth getting someone to look after your website who knows what they're doing and that way you don't have to worry about it yourself and you don't have to go through all that stress and the ordeal of, of having your website hacked. The other things are things like um, just having that SSL, so HTTPS in your address means that your website data is encrypted. That means it's safe. Google likes that and it, it shows that your website's secure in the website browser and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and making sure that you have regular backups is also very important so that if something does happen, worst case scenario, maybe the hosting dies and you can't get back onto your website or something like that, you have a backup that you can then restore on some other hosting provider's website or like their service. So that's, you know, for controlling your asset, that's important as well. Perfect. So, Justin, firstly, thanks for jumping on. So, I mean, if, if somebody needs help with that, somebody needs help with their website, let's say, you know, they've got an existing website, maybe it's WordPress-based, you know, hopefully, and they need help with all these uh, support stuff, the, uh, the security, speeding things up, making sure it's secure, all that stuff. And then the other component, obviously, is if somebody wants a new website, a new website that can provide all this, a website that you know, you would own as an outright would be yours. How can people reach out to you? How can people get in touch? For sure. So my website is tuned WP, that's tuned with a D, WP.com. Uh, and the best way to get, get in touch is via support at tuned WP.com. We've got a 24 hour support desk and we'll get back to you within one hour. So we have a very rapid response time. So if anything is urgent, just shoot through an email to us and we can do that. We have a, a number of different levels of service that we can provide. So we can just provide that hosting and security element, or we can also provide another service where we will optimize the performance of your existing website and do ongoing changes for you so that you never have to log into the website yourself. As a business owner, it's really not um, what you should be doing. You should be focusing on your students and growing your business and leaving all the, the website technical stuff to experts like us. So we provide that service for you and we can also rebuild a new website if you want a new design or if you don't have a website that's set up correctly, we can certainly build that for you. So yeah, feel free to get in touch with us at support at tunedwp.com. Awesome. And thanks really for jumping in and you've taken great care of all our existing uh, website customers and uh, you know, definitely uh, recommending people to you 
we've known of each other for many years, being in the same yeah. community. And a lot of the things, you know, we spoke about today is really come from that understanding of really, really knowing how this online world works and worked before Facebook came along. Yeah. And, uh, how to build the online assets, how to, how to structure your business that you are safe against things that fluctuate within, within the business, whether that's within Google or Facebook, that you've got some leverage and ways to get, you know, sign up students from multiple avenues. And, you know, the biggest component of that is having a super secure, awesome website that is the face of your brand. Thanks a lot, Justin. No worries at all. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Cool. Awesome. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with other top smart martial arts school owners and have a chat about marketing, lead generation, what's working now, and or just have a, a gentle rant about things that are happening in the industry, then I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group and in there I share a lot of extra videos and downloads and worksheets, things that are working for us when we work, help school owners grow and share a couple of video interviews and a bunch of cool extra resources. So uh, it's called the Martial Arts Media Community and an easy way to access it is if you just go to the domain name martialartsmedia.group. So martialartsmedia.group, G-R-O-U-P. There's no .com or anything, martialartsmedia.group. That will take you straight there. Uh, Request to join and I will accept your invitation. Thanks. I'll speak to you on the next episode. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.